Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Waifus and Weeaboos podcast, where we are live right now on twitch.tv slash sensei one where tonight that goes back to my old uh uh uh, uh my old play-by-play my old play-by-play days when i used to do nhl play-by-play on uh, my twitch channel but uh where tonight i'm gonna be talking about my 2021 anime of the year uh very important episode for for me at least um, because I've seen a, a, a literally a, a tremendous amount of anime um, in the year of 2021 and uh, a lot of impactful shows and a lot of impactful shows on me as well. But I did happen to pick out 10 shows that stood out to me the most. Um, and oh, and by the way, my name is Nick, as you all know by now. I forgot to do my little shindig opening right there. And yeah, we're going to be talking about the top uh, my top 10 anime of the year, and I'm going to be talking about an anime that I left off the list as well, because I feel like if I didn't talk about it, I would get flack for it not being on the list. So shout out to anybody who's going to be upset that I left this anime off the list, because I know there's going to be a ton of people upset, but I'm going to give you my reason why it was left off the list as well. All right. So <clears throat> with that. This episode of the Waifu Weeboos podcast has already started, as you know by now. And the anime that I left off my list for my top 10 anime of 2021 is the show Odd Taxi. Now, I know, I know, Otakawa is one of the best male characters of the year. I know I'm going to get flack for it. I know I'm going to get shit for it. But... The ending of that show literally left the most sour taste in my mouth. It did. I'm sorry. It's a great anime. It's fantastic. But it just like and and, and I hope listen, I hope the movie will I hope the movie will, you know, wrap it up, but it doesn't seem like it's going to continue where it left off. But like just spoiler major spoiler warning when the chick's in the back of his car and like she's about to kill him like i just it left me feeling almost as empty and upset as the draw on ending the draw on ending was fucking trash and honestly the draw on ending had a lot of the draw on anime in general had a lot of potential but that show just shit the bed at the end of the day draw on just fucking shit the bed i don't know why it had the ending that it did but Everything about Odd Taxi leading up to it is 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 great. It 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 really is great, and it's it's. I think I have it as like a ten on my anime list right now. It just didn't make my top ten, and there's gonna be shows in my top ten where people are gonna be like, "Oh my god!" Like I would have put Odd Taxi before that, and that's okay. But because at the end of the day, listen, I, I it's at eleven. All right, I literally substituted uh one show for another. All right, so Odd Taxi is coming in at eleven. So, with that, what anime did I have in my number 10 spot? Well, that'll be probably the best romance anime of the year, in my opinion. And it's not Horimiya.
If you don't know by now, that is the opening for Duke of Death and his maid. Listen, I love this anime. A little bit about this anime. Basically, our main character, the Duke, is cursed uh, by this witch, and anything he touches dies. Whether it's plants, people, animals, whatever it is, whatever the Duke touches dies. But he has this maid, Alice, who is just insanely, insanely in love with him. And when I first started the show, I thought to myself... Like, man, this is going to be one of those shows where, like, she loves him, but, like, he's a little standoffish and, like, he doesn't want her love and, like, he's just going to keep, like, brushing her love under the bus. But he basically pretty much confesses to, like, loving her and, like, wanting to marry her, like, like almost instantly. And they're, well, while, while the development is, like, like, it, it kind of just happens right away, but, like, little things along the way and like little incidents between the two and how they grow as like people is really fucking fantastic how they do it in the anime it, it, it it's it's tremendous what they do to, with these two characters in the anime and like you can feel like you can feel like the tent like not tension but like like the difficulties they have that they cannot touch each other. Like, 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 oh man. Alice is like a really good character because she tempts death a lot. Like she gets so close to the Duke and like, she does like things that obviously like are above and beyond for the Duke as well. Um, but, um, it's just a really like, tremendous anime i i i like it better than horror me i thought horror me like after uh mia Mora and hori like got together i felt like the show like declined and like it kind of focused more on the side characters than than uh mia Mora and hori which is fine but i felt like this stayed constant throughout the entire show and i believe it's getting a season two but i'm not a hundred percent sure i i i'm i I think so. There's a lot of chapters with the manga, too. I believe there's, like, 180 chapters. So, for them to adapt the whole series in anime form would be, like, a little, like, far-fetched. But it's it's not out of the realm of possibility. So, Duke and Death of... uh The Duke of Death and His Maid coming in at number 10 on my list. Coming in at number 9... I... Going outside the box here, ladies and gentlemen, I never, ever ever for my for my my best girls my best boys my best anime my anime of the year whatever i never go season two season three season four whatever 
But this time... This time I changed it up. Coming in at number 9 is Zombie Land Saga Season 2 or Zombie Land Saga Revenge. Listen, I never, alright, I never give uh season twos the benefit of that. Because we all because like most of the time when something gets a season two, season one is just as good. Alright? But this, like, just getting like more Yugity story, getting um getting uh Oh my god, name not ringing a bell right now, but getting Yudachi, I believe it's Yudachi, getting Yudachi's backstory as well, uh, of how she died and how she, you know, got the business, was just like, so, just so freaking good, just so, so good, yeah, Yugities, um, and just getting more Tai, like, I love Tai-chan, like, Tai-chan is my favorite of the idols, but like, Honestly, like, all of them are so unique and, like, likable. Like, I, I love them all. Like, I like it's 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 very rare that I get an anime or, like, honestly, well, we, because I, I'll include everybody, that we get an anime that, you know, I don't hate, like, I don't hate, like, one specific character. Usually, like, I'll hate, like, a specific, like, character in, like, a set like this. But, like, they're all so unique and, like, they're all so lovable and, like, I, like, like you just can't hate them. But, like, I love Ty. Like, I think... The idea of, like, a character who just talks and, like, moans and grunts and shit is just super good. And, like, we get her episode of, like, her gambling and, like, just making, like, all that money and so good. And the icing on the cake for this episode or, like, this season was, like, I'm watching it and I'm like, excuse me, this is a, this is a queen reference right here. This is a nod to Queen at Live Aid. And sure, like, I mean, we didn't get no, like, confirmation, but, like, you look at, like, you look at uh at Freddie Mercury doing his ow at Live Aid, and you see Tai Chan doing her fucking and in, in this, uh one of the final, ep the final episode of Zombie Land Saga, and it's like, this is a fucking nod to uh 
Freddie Mercury and Queen. So for that to happen, like it just made it, it, it just made Zombie Lane Saga like so much better for me, in my opinion. So that's why Zombie Lane Saga came in at number nine. Coming in at number eight, this one is gonna get me canceled. Probably, I get it. This one is my bias pick of the year, ladies and gentlemen. I'm biased as fuck. You all know it. I'm gonna throw it out there. But you know what's coming in at number eight. It is... was like super fucking like like super fucking loud but ladies and gentlemen that is the opening for komi-san can't communicate and i know i know i'm fucking biased my love for komi like literally trumps everything of the year blah 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 spoiler alert komi will not be my best girl of 2021 she just won't be all right but that doesn't mean she won't win 2022 so keep an eye out all right i might not even put her on the list for 2021 as well because she in my opinion by reading the manga is going to shine in 2022 but again that's just my opinion because we're going to get the christmas episode and the birthday episode in 20 in this year in april coming up so stay tuned for that and i'm going to lose my goddamn mind but the reason why um there's a couple of reasons why i i put uh komi-san in at number eight number one i had a um I had a lot of worries about this anime when it came to the voice actress of Komi-san because while Komi doesn't, you know, say anything for the most part, um, there there has to be a way for her to get her her, you know, her speech and 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 and, and you know, like writing across. So, are they gonna have uh, Koga Ai, you know, say everything that's like written down, or is it gonna just be like? How are they going to do? How are they going to do chalkboard scene? How are they going to do? Like, are they going to have her like talk when she's writing shit or when she shows shit to Tano and her friends? Like, what's she going to do? And she does a lot of like fucking like, as you as you see from the anime, like a lot of like, you know what I mean? And that was like one of my biggest worries. And she she fucking nailed it. Like, there like I might have had Sayori Hiyami as the voice actress, um, like. 
I had I had pegged Sayori to be the voice actress for Komi. I really did. So when they came out with Koga Aoi, I was like, you know, she has a wide variety of of uh, of range. Because like you look at Paimon from Genshin Impact, and Paimon's like, uh, Paimon's like very like high pitched and like, you know, like kind of annoying. But then you look at Kaguya, and like Kaguya's like cool and fucking like suave. So like. Were we going to get a Kaguya or were we going to get a Paimon? And like, you hear Komi talk at times and it's like, this is what Komi's supposed to sound like. Like, this is perfect. And I, and I hate using that word because nothing in this life is, nothing in this world is perfect. But like, it's very fucking good. Um, animation is just like, stupendous. Fucking phenomenal. And, if you heard my favorite, my best openings of the year as well, uh, Cinderella Girl is the best opening of the year. Uh, I'm sorry, because there's just, there's meaning to everything in the opening. The song is a fucking bopper. The animation is fucking phenomenal. And it's just, there's just little things in the opening that I just, like, I just find fucking amazing. And I and I just love the opening. Um, and that's why Komi-san is coming in at my number eighth. Number eight, anime of the year. Coming in at number seven. This one shouldn't surprise anybody. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to surprise some people that it's very, very high up on the list. And that is this. Pink blood, pink blood, pink song i don't know why i had the full song and not a not like the video but that is from two year eternity i and i know i didn't really talk uh about the synopsis of komi-san or um or what was my what was the other one i did or yeah zombie land saga but so like komi-san is about a girl who wants to make 100 friends but she can't talk she's got a communication disorder and zombie land saga is a bunch of zombies who are idols season two to your eternity. To your eternity is kind of hard to explain. Uh, basically, you have this entity that gets sent down to Earth who can who literally adapts to like whatever it touches. Um, so at first it becomes a rock, and then it becomes well, it's an orb, and then it becomes a rock, and then it becomes a wolf, 
and then it becomes a boy. Um, basically, anything that has a giant impact on its life is what it becomes. And the story is about this entity named Fushi, who eventually gets the name Fushi, and just tries to adapt uh, to the world that he's put in. Um, this anime is an emotional roller coaster. Um, it, it it really fucked with my feelings. Seventy five percent of the time, um, in terms of sadness, in terms of what the fuck moments, um, and in terms of in terms of heartbreak, um, it like just, just it, it it's a great anime. It's fucking phenomenal. Uh, and all I could say is just. Keep your tissues ready. Because this shit is sad, but it is... It is a phenomenal anime. It really is. Fushi's great, but... He's not even the best character in the show. He's just not. Um, and that says something. Like, when you can have other characters as great... Fushi's great, don't get me wrong. Fushi's fucking awesome. Um, but when you can have other characters who are, in my opinion, better than the main character... And the main character's still fucking awesome... You're doing something right with your anime. You really are. So with that, I have I have Two Year Eternity coming in at number six. Coming in at number five is another season two anime. Coming in at number five is season two of So I've Been Reincarnated a Slide, a slime, arguably one of the best Isekai anime ever created, and even more arguably, probably the best Isekai anime ever created as well. Not my opinion, but some would say that it is the best Isekai ever created. Listen, I love season two of Slime. It made me cry. It made me laugh. It had me in my feelings. It had me on the edge of my seat most of the time. I didn't know if... Uh, Milium was gonna be fucking... I didn't know what was up with Milium at times. When, spoiler alert, when Shion fucking dies, I literally was fucking, like, in tears. 
And then, spoiler alert again, when Shion wakes up, I was so fucking happy. And the scene where, like, Rimuru wakes up and, like, he's just in her lap, like, I... And he's just happy, and he's just like, I'm getting teary-eyed just thinking about it right now. And I know, like, and he's just happy, and he just, like, tells her, like, don't do it again. Like, don't, like, it's just, it's, it was very good. Um, season two was so good. And then the second part happened, and, like, shit hit the fan, and, like, you get, like, more character development with you know, like, like the ogres and, and like, you get to see the dragon newts going into action and you get to see the orcs going in the, in the fights and shit like that. And it really was just so good. Season two is just so good. Like really, really good. And it set the precedent for like what upcoming seasons, uh, are going to look like as well. So that is why I have, um, that time I got rain as reincarnated as a slime Coming in at number six, I believe I said on the list. Coming in at number five on the list. Another season two anime. That is the uh, the opening for season two of Yuta Camp, and uh, I am a little biased towards the season two of Yuta Camp because uh, the show literally um, the show came out last year when my aunt passed away, and um. The show got me through, like, it was like my serotonin that got me through, like, the depression I was in. Uh, and every time, it's kind of, it's kind of bittersweet because every time the opening, every time the opening plays, like, I, I get teary-eyed and I cry a little bit. Um, but it makes me happy because, uh, it makes, like, I have something, I have something, like, I have something that uh, I can connect to my aunt, like I can connect to my aunt with, 
because she did take uh like interest in like my hobbies and shit like that. Um, like I told her I had a podcast, and she was like, "Oh, that's cool," you know. Uh, and during her like when she passed, like the show literally got me through like fucking. Uh, like just it just made me happy. It just made me happy, and the best thing about Uticamp, and it, it can make anybody happy. It can make everybody happy because it's just a show about. It's just a show about girls camping and girls like just just kind of going out of their comfort zone and just doing things that they love. And I feel like that's the moral of the story. Uh, I feel like that's the moral of Uticamp. Like you should, you know. Go out, try new things, like, and then if you if you like what you're doing, like, keep doing it because you know if you love it, like, if you love doing what you're doing, just keep doing it, you know. And uh, Utica can't just like like there's just like it's just pure serotonin. It honestly is. It's just you can. It's just one. It, it's kind of like um. It's kind of like Tony Kaku Kawaii, where you can like literally just watch Tony Kaku Kawaii and not have to worry about anything. Like you could just watch it and just fucking enjoy it. Like there's really no reason to hate on Uticamp. Like there's not. The animation's fucking beautiful. The story is like the story is literally just fucking girls going camping and and doing shit to like earn money so they can go camping. So and and. and why don't why there's no fucking shot that the second opening was better than the first, but the second opening's uh, uh, still amazing, and the second season's amazing too. And and I thought it was one of the and yeah, I'm a little biased towards it, all right, because of what it did for me. But um, it it uh it definitely was, in my opinion, one of the top. Did I have it at five or six? Um, one of the top five anime of the year. Yeah, I did have it at five. Uh, I thought it was one of the top five anime of the year. I really do. There's my bias coming out. So if you don't like it, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> All right. No, no more. Uh, well, I was going to say no more sad, no more sadness, but uh, we're going to have to get sad again, ladies and gentlemen, because coming in at number four is this one.
And that, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be Fruits Basket, the final, coming in at number four on the list. Surprise, surprise, coming in at number four on the list is Fruits Basket, the final. The final literally just wrapped up everything perfectly. All I can say about this anime is that it is probably the perfect, one. not perfect, let me, let me correct myself. It is probably one of the most, it is the, no, I'll fucking say it. It's the best drama anime that's ever been created. It, it, it really is. The first, the original Fruits Basket is, is good for what it was, but this is like fucking comparing it, a Wagyu steak to a fucking McDonald's cheeseburger. Okay. Fruits Basket. Re fruits basket redone this fruits basket from start to finish is like a fucking grade 5a wagyu fucking steak and the original fruits basket is like a fucking mcdonald's cheeseburger all right this fucking series was phenomenal phenomenal all right the machi yuki fucking relationship the the kyo and toru relationship fuck akito fuck akito Alright. The fucking like the horror like the horror relationship like every fucking relationship in this anime is just the building of it, the fuck like oh my god, like like Toru's friends as well, dude. Like my god, like see like the middle episode like oh my god, dude. Like the end of season one towards like literally the end, th like I probably cried like at 90% of the end of each episode. Like honestly, episode end, boom, I had fucking tears in my eyes. Series is fucking phenomenal. It, 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 it's, it's, there's a reason why the final has, there's a reason why the final was the number one anime on my anime list at one time. It, it, it there just is. Cause it's fucking phenomenal. It like, I like, if you want a, like, if you want the best drama anime and one of the best romance animes out there, it's Fruits Basket. Like, nothing, like, nothing comes close. Maybe, maybe Kaguya-sama. Kaguya-sama is a great, uh, romance anime as well, but that's more romantic comedy. Alright? Kaguya-sama is a romantic comedy. Kaguya-sama might be the best romantic comedy that's been made. Fruit, like, f there's nothing that I can think of that holds a fucking candle to Fruits Basket in terms of drama and romance. There's just, there's just not. There's just a, maybe romance, maybe, but in terms of drama, no shot. They, there's nothing that fucking comes close. Nothing that comes close. And this is and this is why the final was uh, number four on my list for anime of the year. All right, fucking phenomenal anime. <clears throat> Coming in at number three, I hated to do this. I really did. But coming in at number three, which at one point was my anime of the year. It really was. Ka 
coming in at number three on my list for anime of the year and honestly i was struggling so much with this putting in it i had it at one at times i had it at two at times i had it at three i had it at four and i and i and i settled on three like mainly because i i honestly i don't know i don't know it, it was a very difficult at times it, it's it's an anime that really makes you thick think so really quick synopsis sunny boys basically this school gets transported into this other world and they're trying to find a way to get home but at one point they're trying to find the catalyst as to why they were sent to this other world and shit unfolds shit happens they fight god at one point and it's a pretty good coming of age story where multiple people just try to find themselves. Um, and the ending is unique. The ending of Sunny Boy is very, very unique. Like, I think a lot of people hated the ending, but it wasn't a story about romance right it wasn't a story about romance it was just a story about like these kids like trying to you know better themselves and want something new um it left me feeling weird at the end like the end of the show like left me feeling weird and i've never felt like that while watching an anime and for that to happen like really like like had me thinking like hmm interesting this is a weird feeling and i don't mind it i really didn't mind it at all um it didn't leave me empty and it didn't leave me wanting more it was just kind of like maybe it was maybe it was such a perfect ending that i didn't expect it right like it's like oh shit this ending is so perfect i've never had a perfect ending in an anime before i don't know how to feel about this i don't know i don't know but it ended. There was this. This happened. Nagara meets Mizuho again. I thought that was phenomenal. I thought it was great. There's a lot of shit, like an under, like a lot of underlying tones in the show, um, that you might have to go to uh, Google and be like, why does this happen in Sunny Boy? And that's okay because it's a show that makes you think. And if you can't think about it, that's what Google's for, and that's okay. There's nothing fucking wrong with that. 
I love Sunny Boy. I, I, I think it's vastly underrated on Mal as well. I think it's got like a 7.5 on Mal. That's fucking dog shit. It should be at least in the eights. Coming in now, ladies and gentlemen, at number two. Again. Kind of hit or miss on this one. Ladies and gentlemen, coming in at number two, I had 86. That's right, 86 coming in at my number two on Anime of the Year. Just missing out on Anime of the Year is 86. Lesson, you had some phenomenal characters in this show in Lena and Shin. Two fucking awesome characters. Lena is badass in season one. I don't care what anybody says. And even in season two, she's kind of badass, even though she's not really there as much. Season two, or part two of season one, you know how it is. Uh, Shin basically takes the main role. Shin is fucking awesome. Like Shin has a possibility to win best male character of the year. Lena, I think because of her not being as active in season in part two, she's she's not going to be um, in the running for best female of the year. Or let me rephrase that: she's not going to win best female of the year, but she might be in my top ten females of the year. I will just say that right now: she might be. It's it like the show is very good. I'm not really big in the mech anime and like it the technically mechs is what they were using throughout the show. Um, but I believe the first part tackled racism very, very well. And I believe the second part tackled racism pretty good as well. Um, I believe the minds of these kids are fucked up that, that they can only think of war. And I like that. I think that's very unique. Um, I think that. Lena is a very unique character as well as to wanting to save and like wanting to, you know, uh, like liberate the 86 and like, and like help the 86 as well. Um, I think that's very unique. And I like the characters, the characters are kind of generic at times, but I'm intrigued to see like where this goes, especially, I mean, shout out to the production company who did this because they still have two more episodes to come out in March um, I don't know what the fuck happened as to why their production was so 
so far behind or whatever, but maybe they just got Ram Jams with COVID. I don't fucking know. Uh, but the show's got two more episodes left. I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't get any more episodes, but I would uh, also not be surprised if it gets a season two or a season three, et cetera, et cetera, whatever, whatever. But if a, if a, if a studio cannot keep up with anime, uh, it makes me wonder if this will get uh, a second part or a season two or not. But I loved 86. I thought it was fucking phenomenal. Animation was fantastic. Characters were great. The spoiler alert, the killing of characters was interesting. The, the, the process of stealing people's brains, like the, um, the bit, what is it? The, not the Republic, the fucking, uh, whatever the robots stealing people's brains to function. I thought that was pretty cool. That was some fucking like, uh, some, some starship trooper shit. Uh, and it's just, it's a very good anime. It's a very good anime. I know some people disagree, uh, but that's okay because I, as there's a reason why it's not the best anime of the year, in my opinion. And I know this one's going to get flack as well, because in my opinion, the best anime of the year is, is jobless reincarnation coming in as my anime of the year yes i know rudy's a piece of shit rudy's fucking trash you all know my stance on rudy by now that i'll just leave it as alone but you have three of the best arguably three of the best female characters of the year in sylphiate in uh in uh roxy mcgruda was that whatever roxy and of course eris gray right I think Eris has a strong possibility to win uh, female of the year in a lot of people's categories out there. Um, I don't think even though Roxy's great. And I thought Roxy had a, a tremendous start to uh jobless reincarnation. I don't think she had such that much or that much of an impact to warrant uh, being the best female character of the year. Uh, and that falls into Sylphiet's uh, case as well, because Eris like you see Eris's development from episode, I believe it's like episode like nine all the way until the end. Uh, you see her and Rudius grow as, uh, not only teacher and student, but spoiler alert, um, as 
two people who have uh romantic interest in each other um so there's that but let's put that to the side let's pull a nagatoro and put that to the side for now um the fucking fight scenes in this show are just so clean so clean i believe it's egg firm and white fox like got rid of some of their uh art and animation uh employees and they create uh, what's it uh i don't even know is it studio egg firm or was egg firm um let me see because i believe it was white fox and egg firm came together and created um yeah studio bind so it's studio bind and what studio bind is is uh white firm and egg fox coming together and becoming one studio overall and holy shit did they come together and create like literally something fantastic music in this anime is like definitely fits the fantasy build openings fantastic endings are great as well these characters are unique um i believe it did have like a little bit of um it did have a little bit of interspecies reviewers into it i believe as well because interspecies reviewers gave like us like the anime community like an idea of like all right what's it like to be with like a vampire what's it like to be with like a dog girl or like you know like whatever like and like weebs and like fucking people who like like anime and shit like or whatever you like furry like whatever like interspecies reviewers gave you that idea of like all right what's it like to be with an orc this show kind of had the same sense of like all right like you have these beast girls or like beast boys who the royalty is with and they're you know obviously in some sort of relations as well so i thought that's something the show did well the the wide variety of you know different races in the show is cool i like the wide variety of different worlds or not worlds but like lands in the show as well and the powers are interesting like the fact that there's seven different gods as well and each one focusing on one specific like fighting style is pretty cool on my eyes start to finish the, sh the show was honestly fantastic in my opinion um do i believe that uh do i believe that people will have jobless as their number one as well absolutely i do do i believe people will have other shows as their number one as well absolutely i do i don't think jobless is a perfect anime but i it should be considered um on the the thing that i say that that i think i will firmly stand by is that it should be considered anime of the year by a lot of experts in my opinion if um if not for the animation or if not for the like the story but for the animation again I, I i thought the last episode really helped rudy as a character um because you like and not even for the flashbacks the flashbacks are not supposed to like the flashbacks are not meant to make you feel sorry for rudy and what happened to him in his past life it's just they're just not the flashbacks are meant for you to see his parents caring about him and Rudy realizing this and wanting to save Zenith. 
So he's learning from his fucking mistakes in his past, even though he's a piece of shit still to this day. All right. He's developing. And, and I could go on and on about jobless or whatever, but like you see these other, you see these other Isekai animes with these main characters, they change right away. Rudy, I didn't want to get into Rudy. I really didn't. Rudy doesn't change right away. And that's what makes him feel more real to me. It's like a real person. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Don't get me wrong. He's a piece of shit. But pieces of shit don't change that easily. They just fucking don't. All right? It takes... It takes... Relatively major moments in your life for you to change who you are. All right? Nobody just changes like that. That's just not real. That's 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 just not real life. You don't wake up and you go, boom, I'm I'm fucking gonna be an outgoing person and I'm gonna stick to it. You just don't fucking do it. No. You wake up and you're like, I think I wanna do this. Uh and then you gradually change into what you're gonna do. That's why even though I love Subaru and I love fucking some of these other Isekai protagonists, they're just too like, oh, my name's fucking, like, I'm fucking big bad buff guy, even though I was a fucking nerd in my fucking previous life. Uh-uh. That's why I like Rudy a lot. Piece of shit. Don't get me wrong. Piece of shit. But the fact that he's more human uh, makes him interesting to me, and I like him. Piece of shit, though. Piece of shit, but a likable piece of shit. In my eyes, all right. I just leave it at that. I don't want to talk about Rudy anymore. He's a very, he's a very, uh, and I also like that he's a very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not controversial. I said that once. Uh, a, a very, uh, um, uh, he's a character that you're gonna argue over. Let's say that, all right. He's a character that you're gonna really like or you're really gonna dislike, all right. And people are gonna clash about it, and that's fine, and that's fine. Um, is controversial the word I'm looking for? Maybe. I don't fucking know, but I don't want to talk about Rudy anymore. The show's great. The show's fantastic. You can watch it for, you can watch it for the three waifus. You can watch it for, uh, you can watch it for, uh, Rudy's mom. She's fucking awesome. You can watch it for Ghislaine. Ghislaine's fucking awesome too. Uh, and hey, I don't know. Maybe you'll watch it and you'll watch it for Rudy as well. So, uh, but those are my top 10 anime of the year of 2021. Um, in my opinion, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I want to thank you all for listening. If you're, uh, if you're listening and you're not watching the live episode, you can find my live episodes on twitch.tv slash source one. I'll have the links in the description, everything you can find me. If you go to, if you, and if you go to Twitch, right? Hey, exclamation mark discord. You can join my Discord where you can get updates on when I go live on Twitch or when the new episode of the podcast drops. Because not always, I do not always do live episodes of the podcast. Make sure you follow me on Facebook and Twitter. Waifus and Weaboos on Facebook. Waifus, the letter N, Weaboos on Twitter. All this stuff will be in the description. I'm on TikTok now at SoraSensei1. I'm also considering doing uh, 15 second review tiktoks so keep an eye out for that as well i also want to start doing manga reviews as well uh so keep an eye on for that and of course finally uh follow me on tumblr at njotaku on tumblr 
Again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Waifus and Weebus podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode coming up in the next couple days uh, or at the end of the week for my top 10 males and females of 2021. 2022 is starting off fantastic, ladies and gentlemen. If I was going to say three anime that you need to watch, you need to watch number one, My Dress Up Darling. It's fucking beautiful. It's beautifully animated and it's an interesting story. Number two. Oh boy, when am I going to go with number two? Uh, let's go with Akibi Chen, no Sailor Fuku, or Akibi's Chen wants to wear the sailor uniform. Really, really good anime. I kind of shit it on shit on it uh, in my preview episode, but I like it a lot. I do have some problems with their fucking big ass heads, but the second episode dropped and I am liking it a lot. And coming in at number three that you should go check out is Sabuki Bisco. That's the show about people who are turning in the rust and this dude shooting his bow and arrow to make mushrooms and making the world a better place thanks to a boatload of mushrooms. Again, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Nick, as you all know by now, and we will see you soon. Bye-bye. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.